Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. See the rugby ground from here as well. It's lovely, isn't it? Mm. Wingy Boxing, IFL TV, in association with MTK Global. I'm here with a smooth voice of boxing, <laughs> John Rawling. How do I get a smooth voice of boxing instead of sounding like a black Mr. Bean? <laughs> Give me some tips. <laughs> Just keep doing it long enough and it'll work. It'll work, yeah. Yeah. Uh, How are you feeling? How's everything? Everything good? Good, yeah. Yeah, looking forward to it. We're busy at the moment, aren't we? You know, press conferences just about every day and here we are again and looking forward to a good show here in Leicester and, uh, you know, seeing Sam topping the bill. It'll be uh, a great, uh, great atmosphere, I'm sure, and he's, uh, he's potentially... If he makes a bit of a statement here, looks good. He's going to be uh, getting himself into Leicester folklore potentially in a in a way that going back a few years, uh, Tony Simpson and Chris Chris Pyatt did back in the 80s and 90s. That's it. We're sat here at the uh, Sam Bowen McCrory card. Uh, this is the presser. What what are your thoughts of Sam Bowen? Because I'm a I'm I'm a Leicester lad. I, mean, I wasn't born in Leicester. Born in Luton, but been in Leicester for the last eight years. Right. And there's a there's a lot of buzz going into the sort of um, like, like Woodstock's fight against Sharp because people wanted Woodstock to win and then that would match up with Sam Bowen. Mm. But obviously Woodstock lost that fight mm. and now we've got Sam Bowen on a bit of a different path. What do you think of Sam Bowen as a prospect and could he lift like, like Leicester boxing big time as, as some are looking well, for? Well, he looks the business. I mean, whether or not he's at world level yet is, uh, is open to question. I don't think he'd say that he's about to go out there and beat Javante Davis, for instance. But I wish I had 10 quid for every time Carl Greaves had told me what a hot prospect he is and how he's going to be making you know, big names and big ripples in the division. And uh, he's done everything. He's done everything right so far. He's uh, he's not a braggart. He, he's one of those. He's one of those fighters who chooses to do his talking inside the ring, to use a, an appropriate cliche. But he he, he looks talented. And, uh, and in the British division, this is a British title title defence. 
and uh, he's, he's got the capability to clean up as if he wants to I think win a Lonsdale belt outright obviously the, the Woodstock fights a possibility down the line if Leon manages to keep winning Archie Sharp as well a, a very attractive fights somewhere down the line but yeah I mean Sam Sam looks as though he's got the ability Nathan Gorman Kevin Johnson now that was a bit of a last minute one for uh, Gorman wasn't it yeah. that fight uh, fans are going to compare that's naturally going to happen yeah. uh, we're going to look at um, Daniel Dubois performance and compare it how do you think Nathan's going to perform in this because he's more of a boxer with speed as opposed to the the, the, the one punch type of fire well, well Kevin I mean Kevin can take anything that's thrown at him yeah. can't he he's yeah. got one he's a, he's, a, he's a big tough guy who knows how to block punches knows how to stifle attacks and knows how to survive um, since the fight against Daniel Dubois he's had a couple of w easy wins against uh, a low a low ranked uh, fighter and then he's had a, a defeat after that against uh, an up and coming uh, boxer from uh, from Eastern Europe he's uh, he's he'll be here to he'll be here just to just to go the rounds I think I, I very much doubt that Kevin Johnson's going to come here with too much attacking intent now the question is whether or not Nathan's going to be able to do what Daniel Dubois didn't Daniel got rid of Kojinu who went the distance with Nathan Gorman and got him out in two rounds now what Nathan I'm sure would love to do is get one of those very rare stoppages against Kevin Johnson whether or not he can do it well, we'll see. You know, I mean, he, he throws bundles of punches for a heavyweight, Nathan. And I think what uh, Ricky Hatton and Mike Jackson, his trainers, would like to see him do is just sit down on the shots a little bit more, put a bit more into them, and show himself, show the punters and show the rest of the division that he has got a bigger punch and more power than he's given credit for. He's got bags of boxing ability, but as ever in the heavyweight division, at the very, at the very top, I think uh, I think a, a, a bit of power is absolutely essential if you're going to go all the way, and Nathan's going to want to be showing that. Everything is on course. We or we are all assuming for Gorman and Dubois to sort of meet at the end of the year. From the bubblings that you're hearing behind the scenes, is that is that still the plan? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I, I was speaking to uh, speaking to Frank Warren yesterday about this, and he said, "Yeah, absolutely. This is this is the intention. Before the end of the year, we're looking to." do that fight it's a question of building it up and it, it is about the fans out there people watching on bt people who pay their money and coming along and people who watch online you know it's about people making their own decisions it's about the the building of a rivalry and it's there the two fighters want it they've sparred numerous rounds in uh, in england in britain great britain training camps yeah. in uh, in years gone by so they know all about each other and they're ready for the fights but it's a question of making it when commercially it makes the most sense you know it's a, it's a top of the bill fight and it's a big fight when it happens but it's a much bigger fight if they get two or three more wins each and it's done at the back end of this year rather than done right now uh, and uh, Sam Maxwell is out against Sabiri Sidiri what do you think of Sam Maxwell as a prospect very good yeah very good fighter really good fighter he's uh, he's come up he's, he's been a very talented uh, amateur he's come to the professional ranks relatively late but they're, they're building they're building him quickly Sam has got masses of talent huge talent and he's a very likeable and articulate lad as, as people will be beginning to realise now uh, the, the guy he's 
fighting has come in, the, the Frenchman has come in at short notice for this fight tomorrow. He's a, a decent amateur in the past. Uh, he's fought mainly as a lightweight and I think that, but speaking to Sam, he says he's had a look a bit at him and he's, he's heard about him and he says he's, he says he's a bit of a fiddler, he's a mover and he expects to, to get a few rounds under the belt against him and he's going to provide perhaps a different sort of test to some of the people that he's faced so far. But in answer to your first question, Sam Maxwell, yeah, I'm a fan. He's working with Danny Vaughan up there with the MTK gym up outside Glasgow. He's coming on well. He's adapting beautifully to the to the pro ranks. And I, I think in that uh, super lightweight division, he's a real talent. And at the age of 30, he would have moved on quickly. What went through your mind, uh, John, at the Galahad Warrington conference when everybody in the background was getting leery? And I saw you trying to calm it down. You did quite a good job, actually. Thank you. Keep keeping people calm. <laughs> what, what went through your mind? What goes through? Do you think it's going to kick off at that point or no, you've seen that loads of times no no no, no 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 I, I didn't see it kicking off um, I think yeah Dominic got a bit riled with a couple of the guys in the crowd who were who were barracking and uh, it's 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 a it's a the whole drugs issue uh, Kid Galahad has tested positive in the past and has served a suspension for the use of, a, of an anabolic steroid. It's an issue. Uh, the Josh Warrington camp feels strongly about it. And, you know, from my position, asking the questions and fronting up the press conference, it's, it's relevant to be asking the questions of Kid Galahad and of Dominic Ingle, when you get to this fight, can you give a 100% guarantee that you're coming into this contest absolutely clean? You know, I mean, I, I took some stuff online from people who said, oh, that's a, that's a provocative question. What's been done, what's done is done. And yeah, I hear that and I agree with that. We all make mistakes in life and we move on. But I'd absolutely 100% uh, defend my right to ask that question about what's gone on, on in the past and whether or not now, five years later, 2019, he's coming towards this absolutely 100% clean. And if he accepts responsibility, does he ex does he accept any degree of remorse? And I think that's I think that's valid. Two questions: WBO have ordered Yard Kovalev. Do you think it's going to happen? And how do you think Yard? performs if it does happen in that fight? Well, I think it will happen. I know, there's, I know again, there's an enormous amount of scepticism online uh, among the Twittering classes and, uh, I, I, and on Instagram, people saying that this fight is not going to happen and how can Tundir J possibly say that he's on the A side, A side of the promotion and he'll never go to America. The fact of the matter is, is that boxing, as you know, is a, bo is a business and if it, if it generates more money for Sergei Kovalev to come over to the UK and to defend his title here, then that is what's going to ha happen. He came over here and he fought Nathan Cleverly here. He fought Jean Pascal in Canada. Kovalev is the sort of fighter who doesn't back down. That's what I was thinking. You know, so so he, he'll, he'll think that it's going to be something he's got. He'll think that he's too big, got too much, too much behind him and is at a different level. On the other hand, Anthony Yard and Tundia Jay think, perhaps with justification, that Kovalev is not where he was a year or two ago, and not the same fighter uh, that he was before Andre Ward got hold of him. And uh, Tunde was there at ringside when Alvarez knocked him out. You know, and I think I think he can rightly say that Anthony Yard is a is a bigger puncher 
and a more dangerous puncher, albeit against a lower level of opposition, than Alvarez is. And boxing is absolutely all about timing. And I think that they might just have got it right. Frank Warren is a proven brilliant gambler on putting people into those big fights absolutely at the right time. And I think had it been down to him, he'd have had Anthony Yard in against Kovalev before now. But I think that it will absolutely happen. And I think that if the money stacks up and if everybody, you know, if the television company likes it and if it's, if it's got the makings of a big enough promotion over here, then 100%, yes, I think that fight will happen. John Rawling, thanks as always for giving me your time. I'll let you crack on with business. I'm going to work on my smooth voice. <laughs> and thanks for speaking to Wingy Boxing IFL TV. Thank you, brother. No problem, no problem. Thanks for listening to the IFL TV podcast sponsored by William Hill in association with Lonsdale MTK Global. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.